Do you feel stuck? Has your podcast stopped gaining new listeners? Do you wish your community was more engaging? I know that a lack of engagement can make you feel like nobody cares about your podcast or nobody wants to hear what you have to say, but in most cases, that's simply not true. It's more likely that your loyal listeners just haven't found you yet. Your artwork, your titles, your descriptions haven't done enough to catch their eye. Now, I'm not here to sell you on an easy button. There will be some work involved, but the first step is to get another experienced set of eyes on your project. It can be difficult to objectively examine and evaluate your own work. So head over to thepodcastersguild.com and book a podcast audit. From there, we can work together to make sure your loyal listeners are able to find your show and understand why this is the show they've been looking for. Join me at thepodcastersguild.com and we'll get started today. I've put it off for long enough. It's time to talk about everyone's favorite podcast topic, monetization. Let's do this. Podcast Better is for you, a podcaster or soon-to-be podcaster who has a business, a cause, or a hobby that you're passionate about. Each week, we'll take a closer look at the mental, physical, and technical skills necessary to produce a quality show that your fans will want to listen to. Thanks for sharing part of your day with me so that we can podcast better together. Welcome, 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 fellow podcaster, to another episode of Podcast Better. And today, as I mentioned, we are talking about monetization. This episode in particular is going to be a little bit of an overview because there's a lot I want to talk about and I want to dive into different types of monetization, but I won't be able to fit that all in one episode. It would be a very long episode and I don't want to lump that all together right now. The biggest thing I want to mention is that I would say it's almost a myth that you have to wait until you have hundreds or thousands or tens of thousands of listeners before you can start monetizing your podcast. I can tell you from my personal experience, that is not true. Now, is it going to be harder to monetize with fewer people? Possibly. But my point being is it's never too soon to at least attempt to start monetizing. It will be tougher in the beginning for sure, but the more you try, the better you'll get at it. And the more you grow, the easier things will become because you'll have a bigger audience, you'll have more people to draw from, And if you tend to go like the sponsorship route, well, it's going to be easier to find sponsors when you have more listeners as well. So let's take a look again at some of my personal history with podcasting. Personally, I have worked on four different podcasts. I have been a host or a co-host of four different podcasts, and all of those four have made me money in some way, shape, or form. But as I like to tell people, I've started four podcasts, I have hundreds of episodes, and I've made thousands of mistakes. And through those experiences, I have a lot of knowledge that I would like to share. And sometimes that knowledge is things that you should do, but a lot of times that knowledge is things that you shouldn't do, or at least I wouldn't recommend that you do. And that's what happens a lot when it comes to monetization. I've seen a lot of people try different things. I've tried a lot of different things myself. Some work, some don't. A lot of it is going to depend on your individual situation. And 
without knowing your individual situation, it's going to be hard for me to tell you exactly what you should do, but I can give you some solid guidelines that will hopefully allow you to at least start experimenting and extrapolate and figure out what works best for you. If you want to dive deeper into your individual situation, that's something I'm always willing to talk about with you. All you have to do is contact me, reach out. I'm very accessible. You can find multiple ways to get a hold of me via email or social media on the website, www.podcastbetter.io. You can find all the information over there. You can find the information down in the show notes. I'm easy to get a hold of. Please don't hesitate to contact me if there's something podcast related you want to talk about. So like I said, the first point I want to make is that it is never too soon to start monetizing, but just understand that it will be tougher in the beginning. If you try to start monetizing from day one, it will be tough, but it's not impossible. The second thing I want to bring up, as I kind of mentioned, it's going to vary by the individual show and the individual person and the topic and your audience, honestly. But I think there are some things that you can work to your advantage if you do start trying to monetize from the beginning. If from day one, you always have some sort of advertisement in your podcast, you can kind of train your audience like, okay, this is part of the show. This is something I'm going to do. And that advertisement in the beginning could just be something for you personally. This is going to be the the call to action that I talked about back in episode 29, when we talked about planning out your episodes, not just the topics, but also the calls to action. You want to have these things planned so you can have them there on a regular basis. So sometimes your call to action may be simply follow me on Instagram. Sometimes it may be join my email list, but eventually it could be, hey, buy my book or buy this other book or sponsor us on Patreon, right? You see, you see where I'm going with this? This is something that you're going to grow into over time. It's something that can change and evolve over time. And it's something you can experiment with to see what works for you and your show and your audience. Because you want to be comfortable with what you're doing yourself. If any kind of advertising just feels wrong to you, don't do it. No one's forcing you to do any particular type of advertising. And if they are, I would reevaluate that relationship whether it's just a friend or a co-host or a, a sponsor for your show. So maybe you have some ideas of how you want to monetize your podcast, and that's great. That can be your first experiment. Go for it. But there are basically five different areas that I typically see podcasts earning money from. And I'm going to list them, in my opinion, the easiest to begin with from day one to the hardest where you're probably not going to be able to do it on day one unless you have a very good relationship with someone or a special connection or a history in podcasting that allows you to kind of uh, jump to the front of the line. So there are five types of monetization that I think are very possible and very viable for just about any podcaster out there. So the first one, The first one I want to talk about is affiliate sales. Now, I'm not going to dive too deep into these because, like I said, the next five episodes are actually going to be on these five topics where I am going to dive into them much deeper 
give you many more examples and explain exactly what it is and how you can do it and all those types of things. But I will give you a brief introduction to each of these things here and in some cases how I've used them personally. So affiliate sales is something that I have been doing for more than 10 years. Some of it's been on my podcasts, but other times have been on my websites. So if you're not familiar with this term affiliate sales, it's basically a commission. So one of the biggest places you where you can become an affiliate is with Amazon. And all that happens is they give you a special link and they are able to track that link, track whoever clicks through that link. And when they click through that link, if, if they make a purchase, Amazon is going to say, hey, thanks for sending us that sale. Here's your commission. Here's your affiliate sale, the piece of the pie that we are going to give you because you sent us someone who bought something. So that's all it is. It doesn't cost you anything. All you have to do is sign up for the program and then you have basically unlimited potential to earn sales, earn money. Now, Amazon is just one place you can do this. There are many, many other places you can do this. There are many other private affiliate programs for individual products or individual services that are out there. In fact, you may have heard me talk about them on this show a few times. Like, I'm part of an affiliate program for my podcast host, Buzzsprout. I love what they do. I want to promote what they're doing. But they have this program that says, hey, if you send us paying customers, we'll give you something back. It's a mutually beneficial relationship. It doesn't cost me anything. It doesn't cost them anything. They don't have to pay me until they make money. That's how it works. When they make money, I make money. Now, I'll dive into this a little bit more in the next episode, but Amazon is a place I like to go because they have so many different products. Well, it may be a little bit more difficult to find a a private affiliate program for whatever your niche, whatever your topic is. Chances are you can find something on Amazon that applies to your audience that you could recommend to them. And so that's why it's always one of the first places I recommend people go if they want to try out affiliate sales. So we'll get into that more in the next episode. But option number two, straight up ask for donations. I've never been a big fan of just asking for money, but it works. It does sometimes. And the more value you are able to provide to people, the more likely they are to want to give you something in return. And so that's why, like I talked about way back in episode one of Podcast Better, I do not want you to get into podcasting just to make money. That's going to be tough. You're not going to make it. You're not going to last. But if you can go into podcasting with the mindset of, I want to serve my audience, I want to serve my listeners, I want to serve the people, and you provide them with tons and tons and tons of value, eventually, at least some of them are going to want to repay you for that value you have given them. And so that's why it doesn't hurt to ask for donations. You don't want to demand it. You don't want to say, if you don't pay me, I'm not going to continue to give you content, especially if you've been giving them free content this entire time. But eventually, you will probably hit that threshold. Like I said, I don't like to ask for money, but I've had it work kind of in reverse where I don't have a way for people to just give me money, but I've had people contact me. I've had listeners contact me and say, hey, I like what you're doing. I want to support you. Is there a way I can give you money? And so I've I've sent set up a one-time solution for them to send me a donation. It's usually just like a PayPal link. So that's always a possibility. 
The third option I want to talk about, I already mentioned it even, Patreon. There are other similar solutions out there, but Patreon is the big name, especially for podcasters. Patreon is a service where it, it combines kind of the donation aspect, but it's not just asking for money because you are typically giving something back to your listeners as well. And that's why I like Patreon a lot better. This is honestly the one I've used the most for my podcasts. That is definitely an entire episode on its own. It could probably be two or three episodes, honestly, if I wanted it to be. But I definitely have some thoughts about do's and don'ts of Patreon, and we'll dive into that in the next few weeks. Number four, sponsorship. This is what everybody thinks about when they think about monetization for podcasts. They're like, where can I get sponsors? How can I get sponsors? How many listens do I need before I can get sponsors? And once again, my answer is typically, well, if you know the right people, if you have the right connections, you can get a sponsor on day one with zero listeners. But that's going to be few and far between. That's going to be rare. That's Don't expect to do that. When people say, yeah, you need thousands of listeners per episode, that's typically what's going to be needed to get that sponsorship up and running. But there are other methods. There are ways to get it before you hit those marks. But it's all about where you look and how you frame your offer. And those are things we can talk about when we get to the sponsorship episode. And finally, the fifth option is through a network. And so this kind of combines some of the other aspects that we've talked about a little bit, but it mostly leans towards the sponsorship role. However, with a network, you typically won't need to go out and find the sponsors. There are a couple different ways that networks work, and we'll talk about some of those, but they are typically based on how many downloads or listens that you're getting on your episodes. So once again, if you're not getting a lot of downloads and listens, a network still might not do you a lot of good. Yeah, they might be able to help you promote your show a little bit, but that will vary from network to network, how much they're willing to help with that. And obviously, they're going to market the shows that are bigger and better over the smaller shows most of the time. So before I even think about joining a network, I would focus on improving my show and improving the content and serving my listeners. And then down the road, if joining a network is still something you want to do, it becomes more of a possibility. It'll become easier to do. Sometimes the networks even come find you. So there it is. Five methods of monetization that we are going to be talking about over the next uh, five or so episodes. Affiliate sales, donations, Patreon, sponsorships, and networks. Once again, affiliate sales, donations, Patreon, sponsorships, and podcast networks. We're going to be going in depth with each of these over the next few weeks. I hope you'll stick around with me because there's a lot to talk about. There's a lot to discuss, and I know it's something that I get a lot of questions about. So I'll do what I can to share my experiences and expertise as I like to do, and I hope you get something out of it. I really do. So with that being said, I'm going to wrap up this episode, and I hope you'll join me in the next episode when we're talking about affiliate sales. We'll talk soon. If you're starting a podcast soon, you're going to need a podcast hosting company. For that, there's only one company I recommend, Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout has a clean, user-friendly interface. Their system is set up to walk you through every step of the process you need to set up your podcast. But if you ever get stuck, I'm more than happy to help you out. Buzzsprout also has the best customer service I've ever experienced, so even if I'm unable to help, rest assured that your problem will be handled. 
You can try Buzzsprout free for 90 days to see what it's all about by using my affiliate link. Just go to thepodcastersguild.com slash buzzsprout. That's thepodcastersguild.com slash buzzsprout. If you use that link and choose to upgrade to a paid plan, Buzzsprout will even send you a $20 Amazon gift card after your second paid month. It's a win for everybody. Let me know if you have any questions, but head on over to thepodcastersguild.com slash buzzsprout today, and I can't wait to see what you create.